Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome back to another edition of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. The hugest, most amazing, excellent, awesomely huge, making podcasting great again podcast of all time. I'm your co-host, Steve Cypress, along with the one and only Everett Farnell. It is a pleasure, Steve. And, you know, we have got to start working on creating term limits in the podcasting world so that these subpar podcasts don't just keep going on. On, well, even on, the good ones. On forever. Limits for all of them. Limits you know, if they've been running a podcast, this is episode, what, like 30-something? I mean, if they've been running an episode for like, you know, 60, I mean, that's enough. At some point, you just can't let the people at the top keep that kind of power because 50, 60 years, these people hold on to power and they, 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 they tie up. And they, they, well, here's the you, thing. You've, Anyone you've that does a podcast... I'm gonna I'm gonna put forth legislation that anyone that has a podcast has to also have another job, another business. You cannot Perfect. be a full time podcast. Not what our founding the podcasting uh, Steve Jobs or whoever founded podcasting <laughs> meant it to be. Well, he founded the pod, right? He made the iPod. Yeah, so it he actually must have made up iPodcasting, and so you know Steve Jobs never meant for anyone to be a a, a full time podcaster. So we're gonna have limits on podcasting. We're gonna make podcasting great again. We're going to make it great again. Speaking of which, <laughs> this topic we're going to bring up, we've only got, as we record this, we're heading into November. We've got only a few weeks to go, two weeks before the election or something. And, like, finally, we're going to have an election at least. Who knows? That's not likely going to bring it to an end anything or any topic or any, certainly not the fun and craziness, no matter who gets elected. But anyway, uh, you know, recently you see Trump pivot where in the beginning it was all about to build a wall, build a wall, Mexico's going to pay for it, okay, you wrote that for a while, jobs, jobs, bring back manufacturing overseas, blah, blah, blah. Somehow he wrote that, even though he's never, I don't think, ever made a single product in America. You know, he wrote that for a while. But recently, you know, everyone knew it would, that these rate hikes for Obamacare going through the roof were coming out on whatever they came out. And I really, I'm, ama- I'm really amazed that, I mean, Obama... I think it's really showing. No, it can't. I mean, it, he. I know he really hates Hillary, but like, how did the Obama administration that rigs everything not delay this announcement? I mean, we've known well, for don't. years that this announcement was going to come. That that Obama brilliantly. I'll show it. Although it's showing not that brilliant. Although I think his his rating is still very high. Is somehow his approval rating is high. This country's crazy. But he he you know delayed this these humongous rates, which even he admits are like kind of retroactive. This is because they gotta catch up, you know. He delayed the rates until he would be out of office. But technically, he didn't delay him just barely long enough, could be, till he gets his legacy, you know, supporter, continuer, uh, you know, criminal, uh, you know, in, in kind, following through with all his disastrous plans, elected. And so Trump, our lesson is to listen. Listen for what your prospect is giving you as the ammunition to make the sale. Here, Hillary Care, Obamacare, no matter what you want to call it, is giving Trump the ammunition 
to make the closing sale. They even call it closing the sale, closing the deal. So it works, works hand in hand with the lessons learned from Donald Trump packets. You might think that your five best selling points are A, B, C, X, Y, and Z, or that's six, and you might have all your brochures and websites and business and everything talk about this, but if you walk in, no matter what the business owner says, this is my number one pet peeve, I hate when contractors do X, shut up about everything else and just tell them why, that's why you do Y, and get that's that exactly. sale. That's exactly it. They don't care about all your fancy, nifty, great stuff. They're going to tell you how to sell them. And they're going to tell you because they're going to give you the, they're going to tell you why what they want out of your service, and sometimes what they want out of your service is the lack of something. So I hate it when people don't show up on time. Well, we have a guarantee that we show up on time every time. You know, within within. You know, by the way, that's a brilliant point. And to Gary, that one step further, because I'm sure you do this. When someone says, "I hate when they don't show up on time," and you don't have an on-time guarantee in general, now you do. Oh, absolutely. For Just that one up. person. See, you even say it absolutely, but you don't understand. I mean, you do understand, Everett, but you, you're not. You, here we're doing a podcast to business owners who might not get it as clearly. And some of them, and you know, because I know you've partnered with some, that sit there and go, oh, well, you know, we don't have a guarantee that we'll be on time. And you're like, yeah, we do. What are you talking about? Like, go argue with your partner out in the car after, but make the sale. Give them that guarantee. What, you really think you won't be on time? Like, yeah, is that, that going to be You amazing? guys will certainly be on time to that one, I can tell you, because you go back to the yeah. office and you'll go, all right, you're going on this call? On this call, in fact, you'll just tell them, this call is at 8.30, when you know it's not till 9.30. And you just go, this right. one is at 8.30, <laughs> and if you show up a minute past 8.45, because I can understand you'd be a little late, you're one minute past 8.45, you're not getting paid for the whole month. In fact, you're getting fired. So go right. ahead. Anything they tell you, have some nerve. Have some guts, and as PG as I can make it in this podcast, and guarantee whatever they say. Heck, you're watching these two candidates guaranteeing all kinds of stuff that they know, we know, everyone knows they can't do, they're not going to do, the whatever. that's the nature of politics. I'm going to end well, the and... war in wherever, said our last candidate eight years ago, and said it again four years ago. I'm going to close Guantanamo, he said eight years ago, and again four years ago. Well, and the, the, the difference, of course, and I know, I, I know you, you agree with this, Steve, is that the business owner should stand beside what they say. Politicians ah. lie. Yeah, we're, we're held like to any. a, I, I can't even we, say slightly, we're held to an unbelievably higher standard <laughs> exactly. than a politician, which means so, we actually should be able to, you know, we got, our guarantee is something, be careful. So when Domino said, look, hot, fresh pizza in 30 minutes or less, that's because they know that 90% of their pizzas are delivered in 30 minutes and 10% they give the money back and they're okay with that. That's good in their marketing right. strategy. Because if they said 45 minutes, they'd move up to 98% delivery and only 2% return, but that's not as sexy. And they tested it and didn't get as great a response, so they settled on the 30 and the numbers worked and the whatever. So you settle on the number well, that either you're happy that you can either produce or you're happy giving their money back. Well, look, Macy's department store did an amazing amount of business for decades and decades because they figured out that the consumer wanted protection, right? They wanted to be protected against their purchases if they made a bad purchase. So Macy's said, bring it back. Doesn't matter when. If you're ever not satisfied with your purchase, ever, bring it back and we'll give you your money back. Now, you may not have... Well, and that's still Nordstrom to this day. That's Nordstrom. Yeah, okay, perfect. People know they can bring anything back, and Nordstrom takes it back. 
Yeah, now why do they do that? They do it because that's what the market told them that they wanted. Publix, which is a supermarket. And now they're known as the answer is because they're Nordstrom. Yeah. And they're known to have the best customer service of all of retail, and that's how they got it. So exactly, listen to your prospects, whatever they're going to tell you. So you have your bro. We're not telling you to don't have your brochures and websites and videos and everything and, and put forth what you think are your best points, but listen. Today's episode topic is listen. And when you hear, the, in fact, even go further and ask the right questions to uncover, and when you hear it, be listening. Do not ignore it and go oh, yeah, under your breath and go like, gee, that's too bad. I wish we did that. Like, just do it. Right. Just, just do what the customer is telling you they want you to do within reason. I mean, you know. Within reason. But I remember, I think I, I, I just said most, it. Like, when I was a consultant before, I, now I have a guarantee. Anyone that becomes a client of mine, I mean, good luck being accepted. But if you get accepted by me, I guarantee you at least three times return on your investment or I give your money back. No, consultants just don't do that. So back when I was a consultant right. not smart enough to do that, I would say, uh, you know, oh, I, I don't have a guarantee. Well, I should have for that one person. Uh, I, and I did. I kind of looked at him and I would say, you know, you see all my happy. I remember saying this to somebody, and I'm sure it's still true today. I said, uh, you know, before we met, uh, you looked me up online. You did a search for my name. You typed it into Google, didn't you? Of course, yeah, right. Okay, and you found like hundreds of video testimonials and all my events and all my magazine and my blog post and all the people I've spoken on stages with and all the great glowing reviews and everybody and all the my reputation going back for decades, right? Yeah, and did you find even one negative comment from anybody? Uh, no, we didn't. I'm like... And so do you think I'm going to let you be the first? That was my life. And it was true. In other words, I was giving them a guarantee. And I said, no matter what it takes, you're not going to be the first. You're not going to be the first one. If I have to give all your money back, so I just said it to them. And then I caught myself and said, gee, if I'm saying it to them, why don't I just say it to everybody? Right. Why don't you just put it out there? Why don't I be still to this day that I know of the only consultant who guarantees you get results if you get accepted to work with me. That allows me to vet people. And the fact, back to the Trump, you know, the, the fact that we have the greatest country on earth is what allows us to have super-duper extreme vetting, whatever you call it, and say, really, you want to come into this country? This country? Oh, no. You want to come into this country? we got to make sure of A, B, C, X, Y, and Z. This is America. Sure. You, you couldn't well, say that if we were wherever. You couldn't say that if it was the opposite. You couldn't say that if we're Cuba. <laughs> Hey, right. I'm going to get on a raft, a flimsy raft from Miami, and with 12 people in a raft for two, and I'm going to risk life and limb and go over the ocean for 90 miles and go to Cuba. To go to Cuba. Not likely. Like, not happening. So you know what? Cuba doesn't need any vetting at all. If actually an American, hey, the number, you're not going to read this in the paper. The number one American baseball player of all time is defecting to Cuba. No, you'll never hear it's that. not going to happen. I, I predict you're not going to wake up tomorrow and find that uh, who's the hero? I mean, the World Series is going on now. Who's the who's the whoever whoever the number one player for the Cubs or the Indians or anybody whoever hit the most home runs? The news story is he's defecting to Cuba. Not going to happen unless you're Edward Snowden. You're not defecting to a crappy communist crappy country like unless you're a criminal, <laughs> right? So same thing. Put yourself out there and say. Since I am the best, I interview my prospects. 
that's another topic for another day, and it's not actually a lesson learned from Donald Trump. It's a lesson learned from us, which is why yeah. listening to this podcast is great. But you really ought to, if you really want our help, just give us a call, because we've got a lot of ways we can help you that are not lessons learned from Donald Trump. But that's one thing that I help all my clients do, is make it much easier to get people to give you money and not even think of giving it to your competitors. But anyway, getting back my, on topic, throw well, just, stuff just out there a little for piece, sure. Steve. What's that? Uh, uh, one, one little last comment on that. I always tell people, if your guarantee isn't making you uncomfortable, then it's not strong enough. It should exactly. give you a little bit of twist in your belly when you think well, about it. Well, yeah, now we're getting to my topic. It's, not, it's, it's, it's about to be published, but my book, The Wow Strategy, which the O stands for the Irresistible Offer, and that's what I mm-hmm. teach your offer, is not irresistible if it doesn't give you butterflies. If it doesn't right. give you a little sick feeling in your stomach to go, am I really going to offer this? And, of course, a guarantee is one of the biggest elements of making an offer irresistible. Risk reversal. Like I said, people working with me, how can you resist? You've got nothing to lose. If, if it doesn't work and you don't make a lot of money, you get your money back. Like the, very, the worst thing that happens is you make double your money. Then you get your money back. Then you doubled your money and get your money back. If you want to actually be a sleaze that goes, hey, you doubled my money, I want my money back. Like, fine. That's my guarantee. Right. Uh, but anyway, I digress. The topic here is listen. So throw your stuff out there, and but then don't be married to what you think are your selling points. It doesn't matter what you think are your selling points, and we ought to end it there. It, what, who, the only person that matters to what, who, what, who tells you what selling points are the selling points for this particular prospect is who? The prospect it's buying. It's that particular prospect. That Come on now. So in your marketing which is one too many, when you're getting the word out to many, sure, put out a whole bunch of bullet points and features and benefits and whatever. When you're nose-to-nose, toes-to-toes, face-to-face, in the trenches selling, one-to-one, listen to what that particular prospect is telling you. Use that as ammunition. You're seeing Trump now make his final push all about, but Hillary, in a speech, you said... I want unfettered open borders, let all the criminals come in and rape and kill my people. But Hillary, you said in a speech, blah, blah, blah. But Hillary, your own Democratic administration admits that in my home state of Arizona, for crying out loud, Obamacare rates are going up over 100% next year. Are you kidding me? And you say you're going to keep that. Listen to what the people are telling you. Which, uh, of course, in the political world, by the way, is known as pandering. So we're telling you, it works for politicians when you're one-on-one with a prospect. Pander away! Well, and, and your marketplace will have items that's important to them, too. So it's not only one-on-one. It's also when you're putting your marketing together, you want to, you want to listen to what your, uh, what your prospects collectively when you know, that is so true. Together Thank for you for correcting you me. I, I forgot that we're dealing with, with local business owners, local business. Oftentimes you can get the flavor of your local community, sure. and what they're telling you is, is what you need to offer. Or, right. you know, right. go to another community. If you just really refuse to offer what that community wants, go to another community. You know, if you, if other, you insist the, on flying the flag in front of your business, but you want to put your business in the midst of the most progressively liberal, ridiculous community, uh, you might want to relocate your business. But now the, 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 one, the one last part that I want to bring up, and it's, uh, this is the hardest part. This is the most difficult piece of this puzzle. When you put an offer out there, 
the offer that you worked on, your baby, you put it together, and it falls on its face, you've got to listen to your market and drop it. You've got to listen to what they're telling you and forget about it. And that might be the hardest lesson for people because too many local business owners get married to, you know, too many restaurant owners get married to this particular dish because it's their favorite. Too many I love it. And advanced to, That's advanced. Normally we do yes. listen also to what they're not telling you, what they're telling you they don't want. Listen to it and adjust. And we normally save the advanced tips for those of you smart enough to go to the website, Lessons Learned from Donald Trump com and contact us and we'll help you out all you can instead of in general like this we'll help you out one-on-one with your particular business in your particular area in your particular industry in your particular situation anyway uh any anything more on this topic because i've been listening and listening and listening and our listeners out there are saying that's enough guys end the uh podcast for this week <laughs> then i think we're good we'll listen to the market Excellent. We'll be back with another lesson learned from the Donald Trump podcast. Our next one, I think, will be only, well, I don't, now I'm all confused, but I think it'll only be a few days before Election Day. I, I believe so. It should awesome. be. Uh, Cannot wait. Yep. About three days before Election Day. So we'll talk to you then. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.